Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. G'day, Westy. How are you going? Very well. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for having me on. Mate, it's good to have you back. Um, and I feel this is a, a, an important topic. And really, the, the heading of this podcast is, is why or a big reason why conflict occurs, Westy, in, in particularly family farming businesses and a way to fix it. It's not a guarantee to fix it, but I, I wanted to talk about a few solutions to help uh, farmers understand what personal values are, um, the consequences, Westy, of, of not being congruent to our personal values, how to actually um, work on getting this all to work, and then we can leave them with some next steps, mate. But let's just... Um, just invite you for a moment to share with me, mate. Some, and it's, it's a bit on the cuff, but I'll ask you anyway. And what do you? How would you define a personal value? And 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 what what does it mean to you? Yeah, it's a great topic, and uh, it's amazing that you're sharing this, Andrew, with farmers around Australia, because or around around the globe, um, because too often deep down inside us we have our values, but we never really bring them to the surface. We don't really think about what they are and and write them down as as a goal or as a a committed value. So I guess a value is your beliefs or not so much your beliefs, but what you want to do in life, what the deep down things that make you happy, I suppose. And um, yeah, I guess uh, it's an interesting one and everyone has such a different value system and it's not really until we get triggered that we really think about them. So it's a great topic. Mate, it really is. And and um, and I, there's really two things here because we can look at um, what happens, Westy, when we're not congruent to our values? That creates one cause of pain. And then we can also look at what happens when we have, for example, two siblings in, in the one business with very, very different values. Yep. And what, 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 what's the consequence of that? Um, and I just to, just to touch base with you now, like what happens to, to people or, or to us when we're not congruent to our, to our own values? Yeah, yeah. So, for example, health, like a bit fitness and health, could be it could be a personal value of yours, and and if that's something that you strive for, but on and get too caught up in your business and get busy, and you let your health go, um, you're not being congruent to to that value. Yes. Um, and then we get down on ourselves, we lose our confidence, um, and if we can't pull ourselves out of it, then it's a snowball effect. Mate, yeah. I mean, I I don't know about you, but I've got a very clear time in my life where I sabotage, if you like, my, my core values. Um, and we'll come back around very shortly and help help our listeners where to understand how to how to understand, how to figure your own core values out. But and, and you made a great point there that everyone has different core values. Um, but I know when I started business for the first two years, Westy, I read and I was told that I had to literally sacrifice everything and work really, really hard. Um, and and so I kicked off and, and I was literally seven days a week, you know, working in the evenings. Um, and I just said no to going out to any form of social interaction. And, you know, I, I, I just, I stopped really doing exactly what you said before. I, I wasn't doing fitness and exercise. I didn't take any holidays because that's what I thought I had to do. Mm. And everyone around me was saying, you know, that the successful business owners are the ones that, that just 
own it, particularly in the early stages and, and, and go hard. And so, mate, I found after two years, um, I was completely drained of, of happiness and mojo. Like I, 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 and I didn't really understand the importance to me of mate, particularly catching up with friends and, and, and just being around um, humor and being silly and laughing and just connecting um, with, with mates from school or uni or whatever. And, uh, and, all, and I, so I just felt really crappy and, and low confidence. And mate, the, the roll-on effect for me was um, my business was going terribly because, you know, I, I reckon if you're not happy and fulfilled, then, then you, you, you seem to push opportunities away, mate. Can, can you relate to that? When you, when, yeah. when you, when you abandon your own value system, um, you, 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 it, how would you define it? What, what are some of the consequences to, you, to yourself personally? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, confidence is, is a massive one. Um, and, and we sort of, we can't see it unless we've got written down values that we reflect on that we can come back to and, and that come from the heart because otherwise we're sort of living on a subconscious level that, yeah, and we just end up in chaos, I guess. And um, speaking to a lot of farmers over the last couple of weeks um, where their lives were, they were, they were making progress, but they were just a little bit lost. And it's just come back to their core values. Just get them to come back to what are your core values. If your core value is integrity, how come you're not doing what you like? You've said you're going to do this, but you're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, if you can, if you have those four or five core values that you can just reflect on, um, and then pull yourself back in um, and get back on, get back on track. Yeah, and and prioritize them right, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, this this power, this meeting pulse to yep. to make sure you schedule the important things to keep you grounded and 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 happy. Um, but Wesley, I, I really want to, the, the topic of this is a big reason why conflict occurs in family farms, and and how to fix it. And and so there's another big issue at play here, right? Because I and and I'm sure you can relate with this as well, but. When we, when we meet someone for the first time, um, without even knowing this, uh, most of us are judging that person. Mm. Um, and we have a list of things running at a subconscious level or, or how we're brought up or what we, the, the way we perceive the world, uh, what's right and what's wrong. And we often judge based on our value system. Yep. Um, and so we're looking at this person and immediately we're, we're running through. A, this is all happening subconsciously. It's all happening within a blink of an eye. And this is, you know, often we'll judge someone within two or three minutes of meeting them. Uh, and and we're, really, we're really aiming to pick up how much like us is this person? That, that's really the question we're asking. Yeah. And so yeah. without even realizing this poor person's being judged and they're, most, they're doing it back to us. So it's, this is happening around and around. And, and we make a very quick decision based on is this person like me or is this person not like me? Yep. And um, I don't know about you, Westy, but I, I've learned, uh, I'm, I'm 42 and, and, and I've, I've never actually worked with my brothers, but they are very, very, very different to me. And they have a very, very different value system to me. Um, and and we're, you know, we, we have, we're, we've got similarities because we have similar upbringings and we, we have similar, we have some similar values, there's no doubt about it, but mate, we are very different beings in what we want out of life and what we value. Um, and can you uh, maybe share f- how this can lead to conflict? 
Westy, um, in a farming business, when you've got two brothers, for example, two siblings working side by side and how conflict can be created so purely just from having different value systems. Yeah, yep, absolutely. And it's, it's such a broad range of, of values and, and understanding of how all this works. But I guess if, um, yeah, like I see it in, in farming businesses um, where it's, it's a, like simple jobs can be taken out of context because someone wants to, one brother thinks it's okay to work on weekends and put all the profit back into the business. The other brother or the other sibling wants to ha- might have a younger family so their values are spending weekends with their family and putting money back into living life, mm-hmm. I suppose, and maybe prioritizing so their values. Your values change over time as well. So their values over that five-year period with a young family is going to be different to a sibling that might not have kids or has, yeah, has a different belief system and different um, focus of what the, or, and a vision of what they think their life looks like. Um, so day to day within a business, if there's no clarity and vision and understanding around each other's values and, and accepting each other's values, then it's a no-brainer. There's just there's going to be conflict after conflict and, and can end in some pretty bad results. I think you just hit the nail on the head. Um, and, and that's exactly right. Um, and, and if you were to look at it, one of the big challenges even in succession planning, correct, you, you've got an older generation now, this is not, not in all instances, where see this is a generalisation, but you might have an older generation farmer that is at a different stage in life, therefore valuing different things. And, and they've, they've now um, maybe got a, a desire or a value to um, retain what we've got, but the younger generation farmer might have a new va- a value of growth. Yep. And, and they want to they take on more risk and they want to they go for it, right? So even in that instance, we've got, People at two ends of the spectrum at different different stages of life valuing different things. This this person's yeah. valuing less risk. This person's valuing more risk, right? Yeah. And even that can result in conflict. Correct. That that um, causes friction between between the maybe the father and the son, or all the parents and the you know and the siblings, or, or and their yeah. children. Correct. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, sp- I spoke to a business the other day um, that are really close. The father and son are really close and, and the mum um, and they get on well. They run a really good business um, but they said to me that they just have a different vision and exa- you, you nailed it there, Andrew, where the older generation wants to take less risk. They're thinking about retiring. Um, they don't want to put their retirement at risk by making decisions on the farm where the younger generation uh, or, the, or the younger people that have got their farming career ahead of them, they want to get out there. They want to take risks. They want to change genetics in their they want to change things in their business and make progress where yeah like you said the old generation are happy just to let it just sort of coast along um for the next four or five years and um it was great for them to bring great awareness for them to bring that up because now we can dive into that with what we'll talk about a little bit later with the systems we can put in place to get them clear on each other's visions and and values well, mate, exactly right, and 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 there is a way to resolve this, which which um we'll talk about shortly. But Westy, I think the first place to come from in this conversation is to respect not everyone has the same value system as me. Yeah, definitely. Would you agree with that? And 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 could you, you could you also maybe elaborate a bit on that, Westy? And and I guess the liberation that can come from from knowing that what how would you define why is that liberating yeah yeah it takes so much 
uh, well, if you can understand that, if you can go into any conversation or business, um, even family Christmas or family get-togethers where you don't have a business together, it's still um, there's still different visions and values within any any family, even if it's not business. And to be able to go into that and understand that this is who you're um, or whoever you're speaking to or, or involved with, if you can understand that they see the world differently to you because they have different values um it takes so much pressure off yourself and you can and you can you don't have to have all that negative energy build up because you can just release that and understand that that's who they are mate i just love what you just said that they see the world differently to you um just for a a, uh, just a quick story that came to mind i i love business. I always have. I, I always will, Westy. I, I go on holidays and I enjoy reading a, a book on business and, and Sonny, my wife, can't understand it. Like She's like, why wouldn't you read a novel and chill out and relax? And I'm like, I am relaxing. But this is what I, this is, it's a passion. Yep. And so when we walk down a street, like a mall, um, Sonny uh, just loves popping in for a cup of coffee. And so she, she's, she's observing the, the places where we might be able to pop in for a cup of coffee and you know, have, a, have a great conversation. That's her world. My world is looking at the business and asking the question, how could this business do it better? Yep. You know? So yep. we're, we're both walking down the street together, Westy, but seeing the world very differently. And there's no right or wrong. Yeah. It's just that we, we, we really do see the, the world based on our value system, correct? Yep. And, and, we, yep. and we think that the whole world sh- – um, well, actually, I'll, I'll come back and ask you this. Why is it easy to think that the whole world should be more like me? It's <laughs> a great question. It's a great question. Um, well, we're so stuck in there. In when we don't think bigger picture, we are stuck in what our belief system is. So we believe everyone should see what we what we see. Um, and I guess if it, it gives us, I guess there's fears around. Um, am I, have I got it right? And do I see the world right? Everyone should see the world how I see it because if if that if they don't, well, maybe I've got it all wrong, mate. And, and- and I really feel that um, if you can if you can come back to recognizing that everyone is so different to to, to you to me Westy and and there's no right or wrong and really in the end um, there's an opportunity to accept yourself for the way you are and 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 there's also an opportunity for you to accept others then you can really dissolve a lot of this conflict and you can really bring a lot more peace to your own life. Yeah. And, and you can also drop this judgment, um, which just brings more compassion. And more compassion is just acceptance of what is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm sure you'd agree with me when, when you can do that, you can live a lot more peacefully. Um, now, Westy, in some situations, the values are so different. There's, it's such a far end of the spectrum, right? You might have someone with a value system up here. And your values are so different to theirs. And I mean, let, let's take a let's take a, a married couple that that are so differently with values. One person might value uh, family time. The other person might value being at work all the time. This person might value, you know, whatever it is that it could be so far removed, Westy, that in some situations that r- relationship may not be right. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Yep. And and then by the way, that's okay as well, correct? That that sometimes you, you might you might be in a you might be in a business with a sibling where you come to the conclusion that our value systems are too far stretched that we're actually smarter going our separate way. Yeah, yeah, yep. definitely, absolutely, yeah. Yep. And and, and you can do that peacefully, correct? That that can be done peace in a peaceful way as well. One, yeah, if both yep. parties understand. You know, we're just different. Let's just that you can do it in a very um, peaceful, um, non-conflict way. If you if you respect the other person's way of the world. Yeah, yeah. There's always a way to work it out. Yeah, and and I guess one of the challenges is when the when you're happy to do that in a peaceful way, um, and and a, and a way of an awareness of the situation where the other party's not that's that makes it a little bit harder but too often we try and change other people to our values we want we yeah even if it is a partner a, a husband or a wife we try and change them over time this is yeah. this is my values i want you to to believe in what i believe in or i want you to live how i live but um there's no yeah, there's there's no there's it puts too much pressure on you. Basically, if, if you're trying to change someone, you're not going to get anywhere. All it's going to do is cause conflict. So, if you need to inspire, basically, so lead by example, live to your values, and let other people watch you from outside and follow. Huge, mate. I mean, I've shared on a previous podcast one of the most liberating moments of my life was realizing that I can't change anybody else. I can only yeah. change me. So, you know it's pointless trying to control or influence people to, to my way of doing things. I, yeah, you're exactly right. I've got to, I've got to focus on me. And, and, um, and, you know, even then Westy, like I share so many common values with, with um, Sunny. Um, we, we have so many things in common uh, yet. She's just not into or interested in the business. It's just something. And, and regardless of how much I'm passionate or interested in it, it's something that's not her her field or her desire, and and I am totally okay with that. In fact, I think it's very healthy. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Um, yeah, it's interesting because we've seen I've seen this in a few farming businesses where there's expectation from the husband and the wife, and it yeah. just is not working. The business is not what the the wife can expect the husband to be doing. Like he's he's out doing all the technical stuff, and she wants him to be running the business and. In, in the office three days a week and um, coming out for coffee and or, and spending the weekends and all that sort of stuff where um, it's what's happened is it's there's been conflict over time and as um, they've developed their understanding and we've built um, their meeting system and, the, and some of their other things inside their business, they've become aware of what they actually want in life. They know what their why is and a lot of the, and everyone's why is different as well. So a lot of this farmer, for example, just wanted to be doing the technical stuff. He he thought himself he and because his wife was telling him as well that he had to be in the office running all the books. Um, but in the end, they realised that she was good at the books. And this is a very simple example. She was good at the books and making phone calls and organising. And he was very good at just doing the technical. And that's all he wanted to do. He didn't want to build a big business. He just wanted to be outside having fun on the farm. Mm. Um, and when they both got that, then all of a sudden it was a massive light bulb for them. And now they're all, it was like overnight, really. And now their business is thriving, all because they know where they sit in and what their values are inside the business. So good, so so powerful. And and this links me with the next part of this, which is you know, how do we go about this process? And and so step one, I would say, is know your values. 
which yeah. I'll, I'll walk through seven, seven steps to understand your values. Part two is get to know the values of the people you work with. And then the third part of this is um, put in this traction system, if you like, this meeting pulse, which enables all of you to um, get what you want, to, to work on your values and, and, and prioritize them, Westy. So you've got a happy team, right? I mean, in the end, yeah. if, if the team's happy, um, from my experience, uh, the, the business flourishes. Uh, not not in all instances, but 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 if if everyone's feeling fulfilled and happy, then then everything goes better anyway. I'm sure you agree with me. Whereas everyone's yeah. doing stuff they don't want to be doing and pushed into values that that that, that or things that they don't value, then you, you're grumpy and irritable, and and that's when conflict just is huge. Correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, mate, look, I'm just gonna walk through a couple of um, ways to uh, work out your values, to discover your core values, and uh, I'm sure you can add to this, but step one, um, start with a beginner's mind. I think this is important, Westy, and 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 really let go of what society thinks or yep. what um, you, you, your parents tell you, or or what you know school taught you. I think it's really important to to take it, get away from all the noise, and let go of all this stuff that you think you should be doing. Because I, I think there's a big distinction with that. You'd agree with me with that, correct? Yeah, it's it's. This is one of the keys, Andrew. Like it's forget work for yourself. Um, as well, I guess the um, like speak for you, speak your truth. So speak for who you are, and not too often. Or well, everything we do is judge. We're always thinking, what are other people going to say about it? What do other people think? Um, but when you can let that go, when you can really let go of how you are perceived um, when you walk down the street or, or whatever it might be from other people and just be yourself, that's when life really kicks into gear, life and business and everything starts to flow if you can really let that go. Mate, so I used to think that I wanted a huge, big, um, gigantic, multi-billion dollar company, right, when I was younger because that's what I thought would get everyone else to like me. Yeah, um, yeah, and and so I, I went about building that, but I was deeply unfulfilled, and and I woke up one day and recognised, you know what, I want a business that contributes and adds a lot of value, but ultimately can be can be run off an oily rag, um, can be simple. You know what I mean? That, that you, you're exactly right, yeah. and that was my truth, and so I was going about something based on what I thought society or everyone else wanted, but then and now I've learnt, no, ignore that. Because that's what I think everyone wants me to do, but yeah, it's not yeah. true. And you, you're so yeah. right, Westy. You've got to focus on um, what's important for you. Yep. And and you got to really, I guess you really got to look in, dive down in, and ask yourself some deep questions, and and be open to it. Don't try and push things under the under the carpet a little bit. Yeah. Um. So be vulnerable to yourself and and really think about it. So like farming, it's so there's so much that can be like communities are amazing. Um. And I'll do some community work on the, on the weekend, but um, I've seen some communities where it's all about looking over the fence. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's so much, so many decisions are made worrying about what the neighbours in your area think, um, yeah. and we're trying to please other people. And a lot of time, it can cost us a lot of happiness and a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and the best businesses, um, and you would have seen them in Farm Owners Academy, Andrew. The best businesses are working on their own business for themselves, not for other yes. people. Bingo. 
bingo, yep. they're ignoring everyone else, uh, learning from others, but but running their own race. Yep. Um, so that's step one. Step two is create your list of personal core values. Um, and really, this is where you write out all the things that are important to you. I advise Westy, actually, I'll share a list um, on our Farm Owners Academy under the podcast section, under this podcast. Um, and, and you can almost print that and, and go through it and highlight. But just to give you an example here, um, Westy, of let's assume you, there were some core values starting with C. Um, I'll just read out 10 or so, but we've got, we've got calmness, care, carefulness, celebrity, challenge, you know, certainty, um, cleanliness, comfort, commitment, compassion, completion, uh, clarity, congruency, um, contentment contribution, control, conviction. So I, I think it's an opportunity to sit down and, and you know, either write them out or highlight all the ones that are really important to you. Yep. Okay? So, and you might end up with a list of, I don't know, 100 odd, 100 odd items. And it's also important through this process to, to look at uh, some peak experiences, meaningful moments in your life that stood out. Uh, might be an opportunity for you to look at times in your life where you get angry. Because often in your life where you get angry or frustrated or, or big emotions, that, that's showing you where you're not being congruent to your emotions. That's an, also an opportunity to look at. Uh, so, for example, Wesley, I get angry when I'm overworked. Yeah. Okay? I, just, I just naturally get irritated. I get angry. I, get, I also get really angry if I overdo it on food or, you know, in, in the old days, parting. Like I would just get this inner turmoil and angry, right? And that's when I get angry with myself. We all do this, I think. We, we take it out on, on those around us. That, that's yep. also an opportunity for you to look at where am I being incongruent with my values. Do you have anything else to add to that, mate? Uh, not really. You're pretty well spot on there. Yeah. Part three, chunk the values into related groups. Really, that's where you might have um, a, a number of values. For example, you might have a value of accountability, responsibility, timeliness, but they're all related. Westy, so you want to chunk them into a group. You might have another series of values, you know, learning, growth, development. They all, they're all similar. So you could group that and you might put that all under the value of growth. So for example, growth you know, takes on learning, development, all the areas where I'm growing as a person um, could be an important value of yours. Um, connection, belonging, intimacy. You can group these together. So you want to, you want to get them into as many groups as possible. And step four is highlighting a central theme of each value group. So for example, if you have a group of values that include honesty, transparency, integrity, directness, truth, see if you can select a word that best represents that group. Okay, So yep. you can come up with a, a word that works for you. Um, and then step five, Wesley, this is an interesting one, determining your top personal core values. Once you've got, yep. let's say you've got maybe 10, um, how might you go about then really defining your, your top five? How, how would you go about something like that? Yeah, it's good. When I first was open up to this, the whole core value thinking, um, I did struggle with it to start with. It was hard because it was something I'd never done before. Um, so to be honest with you, my first core values they were good, but I didn't really, I didn't really connect with them. It took practice and time, and, and they changed over time. So um, it's all learning. Along, you don't have to 
get your core values and they have to connect straight away. It's all, yeah, just growing over time, being patient. Um, so I guess trying to break them down and it's really important to break them down to four or five, isn't it, Andrew? Just so you do get that connection and you want them to get you in the heart a little bit. Like you want to really feel your values and they want to have meaning, not just, it's not just a word. Yeah. Um, it actually has a lot of meaning around. So when you read that word, you understand what the meaning of it is in your situation. Yes. You're absolutely um, right, mate. Yeah. So, so I guess to break them down, um, just, yeah, you just want to start to, to dive into all of them and, and think, make fast decisions. If just read it out and if it, if it hits you in the heart, bang, that's a, that's a core value. That's just work with that one. Bingo. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right, mate. And you know, you might even put, you might even write, you might come up, get it down to ten, and then you might write them on a piece of paper, and then you could just ask the question: if if there's if there one on this in here that I couldn't live without, for example, it might be health, right? And you pull that out and go, that goes into my core values. There's something else in here that I couldn't live without, and then you might be able to pull your five out of that. And then step six, I, I really feel it's important to have them stuck, you know, handy, just near you, reminding yep. you of the importance of them, Westy, and it could be just a, uh, having them listed on your wall and, and why they're important to you. Yep. Really, this, the last step, I wanted to talk about this, this meeting pulse, um, which is schedule, making sure you've got time to, to schedule these into your calendar. Um, could you maybe talk a little bit more about that, how the, the meeting pulse, if you like, or... or the power of taking time out to put your values into your calendar, Westy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So obviously within Farmers Academy, we've got the templates and the structure around this, but for other people that are listening that want to dive into this a little bit, I think the foundation of this, the templates and the systems that we use is a consistent, consistently um, analyzing. And so I guess the meeting pulse is basically, it's like a heartbeat, obviously. So you're, you're meeting, um, every every week, so every week you you've got that that pulse happening, and the closer your meetings are, the better your pulse is. Yes. Um, so, and then with inside that, you've obviously got your annual planning, which can be one or two days, so a, a big meeting, um, and then you've got your ninety day meetings, um, and then you've obviously got you break that down into your weekly meetings. Um, so to get that traction and that system, that flow consistently happening. So the more, so even just with your values, the more you if you review them every Sunday night or every Monday morning when you sit down and, and write your diary out or, or do you plan your week, the more you review them, the more consistently you're going to um, work along, work to those values and, and subconsciously your job, your life, that's ingrained in your brain in the back of your mind. So you're subconsciously going to make decisions on the farm or in your life towards your values. Mm. And you're 100% right. I mean, let, let's go back to yourself and Becky. And you're, you have a major value for traveling and spending time with your family, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Three kids. And we've done a podcast on this before. I invite you to come, go back and have a listen to us. Such a great um, podcast, Westy. And if you didn't schedule that trip, you know, you took a nine-week holiday, right? This is something that's really important for you. And, and can I just quickly just ask, you know, why, why did you do that? Okay. What, 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 what's, the, what's the why behind it? And, and yeah. you know, let, let's talk about later in life. Like, you know, if you didn't do stuff like this now, what don't you want to happen later in life? Yeah. Yep. So if you, 
if you have your values and they're written down, so I, we, I had a value of I want to make sure I'm kicking the footy, going on holidays, spending time with my kids while there's such a small window before they take the next step. So um, that, that's just a sub, subconscious value. But then to write that down and know that that is written down in my traction system, in my planning um, it, as a foundational value, when Becky brought the idea, idea up of, of going on a holiday, I was busy on the farm. Like there's, um, there's stuff to I could have found I could have found stuff to do on the farm, but because I knew that that was one of our values, I made it work. Just um, yeah, so you do, and it was easy. With obviously, once you've got your your business flowing, not that it's easy to be able to go away for for a holiday. But as a as a value, it was there. It was ingrained, so it happened. Well, mate, I want to take a step back. I think it was easy because you had it scheduled and it forces you to get the business ready. You know, yep. it's this saying, it forces you to get the business ready to support you living your values. Yep. And it, it, this is saying, isn't it, Westy, that, you know, some people uh, live to work or, or, or other people, you know, work to live. Um, yep. No, sorry, that's not the saying. Let me, let me get it right. It's, um, it's um, you be careful. Oh, this is it. Um, be careful building you, you, be careful building your life around your business. You want to set your business up to give you life. Yep. Now again, that, that's not going to be that's going to be um, straight over someone's head that lives to work. Yep. Yep. And, I, way, and I'm going to I'm going to work. That's okay too, right? Um, it is when you when you live to work. I, I, it's a great trait, but I, you just got to be careful that you're not using excuses that you love your work so much that you're there seven days a week and, and not seeing your family or not doing not pushing your values under the rug if that makes sense you a lot of the time if you live to work you can be um you, you don't have a vision you don't have clarity on the direction of where you want to go so you just end up just working all the time you could end up being deeply unfulfilled because you're not living your true values because you've never you've never stopped to identify them yeah right? yeah and one thing I'm, i and i'm not having a go at the older generation but this is just some something that i've sort of picked up and, and spoken to some some good farmers about this is that if you live to work, when you get to the end of your working career, a lot of people really struggle because they don't know what to do next and they can't let go of the business to the younger generation to then drive the business forward mm-hmm. because they don't have a why outside of working. So if you, yeah. can, if you can find that purpose outside of – if you can work to live, so you go on holidays, you go fishing, really find those values and, and that can be really hard, especially if you've grown up on a farm because – um, a lot of the time we grow up just working, working, working on weekends because we love it as a kid um, and then that transitions and before you know it, you're, you're ready to retire without a real um, reason, yeah, without a real purpose um, to move yeah. forward. Very huge, mate. So um, concluding and next steps, take some time out to work on your values. I, I think that's phase number one and give yourself some some space to do it and and get to know the other sibling, your, your family members. Maybe, yeah. maybe get them to do this exercise as well and, and sit around and discuss it. You'll be quite surprised what, value, what, what they value and, and you might have no idea, Westy, what they actually truly deeply value. And yeah. they, may not, may not, not, they may not know what you value. Yeah, and yeah, have like the conversation. And, that, and that's why the meetings are so important because you, it's on the, you can have that on the agenda. Core values is on your agenda at the start of a meeting so you can openly talk about 
the core values because if you don't know what the core values is, how can you plan a year or plan a week? Because um, you're just going to be off off track. Yeah, and um, my concluding comment on this is is don't judge. If someone has a different is different to you, or a siblings different to you, or a team members different to you, that's okay. Let them they've got their they're seeing their world their way. You're seeing the world your way, and just just accept that they're different to you. I, I, that would be my concluding comment. Westy, what would be your concluding comment on yeah, this, this topic? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. If we can let go of that judgment. Um, so probably two things. Let go of judgment of everything. Other people, um, we, we're always talking negatively about other people walking down the street or, um, yeah, we always find the negative. So watch your words. Be really careful of what words are coming out of your mouth. Make sure they're not judgmental words. Um, and the other one is awareness and we talked about that earlier a lot obviously being aware that other people have different values to us and work on yourself rather than trying to work on others mate thank you once again for this westy um would love for you to please share this podcast with others and um reach out to us support at farmownersacademy.com if you want some further information on our programs to um guide you through this through this process but again westy thank you mate and um see see you on the next one good on you thanks everyone thanks andrew bye now